0: Hey everybody, and welcome back to The Morning Moxie Show. I'm Alicia Sharp, your host, and today we have part three of John Maxwell, Living the Blessed Life. Here's John. The third way to have a blessed life is that through your losses, allow God to love you. Not only when you're at the end of your rope, but when you're having some very dark, difficult days. Allow God to love you through those losses. What did he say in verse four? You're blessed when you feel that you've lost what is most dear to you. Wow. Only then can you be embraced by the one most dear to you. He says, we're blessed when we're at the end of a rope. He says, we're we're blessed when we lose people that are close to us because all of this allows us to to turn to him. The prodigal son, I love the story of the prodigal son and you know the story, so I don't need to go in depth with it, but but the kid has gone and blown all the money and he's partied out and, and he's not doing good and he's now in a pig pen, which is not a good place for a Jewish boy to be. And the Bible says he came to himself, which means he came to his senses and he said, wait a minute, if I go back to my dad's house, it was so much better at dad's house. So he decides to go back to his dad's house. But he's lost everything. And so what he does is he goes back to dad's house. He begins to put his losses and his expectations together. And he begins to say, well, okay, I can go back to dad's house, but because I've messed up so badly, I'll not go back as a son, I'll go back as a servant. And he begins to dumb down everything and lower everything because he's messed up. He's lost it all. I'll get a lecture, I'll have a bunk in in, in the barn, I'll do the chores. He's, he's got a list of all the things that he's going to do because it's better than where he is now. But he's, he doesn't come back to God. He doesn't come back to the Father with high expectations. He comes back with low expectations. But, but God amazed him. He didn't expect. He didn't expect that when he came to that last bend in the road and had to go that last part of that last quarter mile journey up to the house, he didn't expect to see his father standing out there looking down that road, looking for his son. He, he didn't expect a father looking for a son, and, and when he saw him, he didn't expect his father to come running to his son, and he didn't expect his father to be excited that he was coming home, and he didn't expect his father to hug him, and he didn't expect his father to come and get all the other people, the servants, and say, look, my son that was lost has come back. He's returned. I, I, you know, Kill the cow. You know, Get the robe. Get the ring. We're going to have a party tonight. This is wonderful. This is the best thing that's ever happened to me. He had none of those expectations, and let me just say this to you. Sin always takes your expectations of God and reduces them. And that is a trick of the evil one because God is never more excited. God is never more turned on than when you come to him, just as you are a big mess at the end of your rope, when you've lost everything. You see, that's how God wants you. It was the prodigal's losses that that caused him to go home to the Father. Your worst day in your life, hear me now, your worst day in your life becomes your best day in your life when it drives you back to God. All right. Are you learning how to live this blessed life? Not number four, number four, are you learning something? Okay. 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 Should I go on or should we just quit now? If you insist, number four, live a life of contentment. Look what Jesus says here. You're blessed when you're content with just who you are. No more, no less. That's the moment that you find yourselves proud owners of everything that can't be bought. My favorite relationship passage in the Bible with Jesus is one that I'm going to show you now on the screen. I I have it on my iPhone, and I've had it since 2010, and there's never a week that goes by in my life that I don't go to this passage and read it again and reflect on it. So just let me show you what a good relationship with Jesus looks like. Here we go. Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me and watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Wow! Walk with Jesus. Enjoy his presence. Work with Jesus. Accept his partnership. Watch Jesus. Follow His example, that's the contented life. One that is in the rhythm of grace with Jesus. Number five, you live the blessed life when you develop a hunger and thirst for God. Here's what Jesus said. You're blessed when you've worked up a good appetite for God. Oh, I love that. He's food and drink in the best meal that you will ever eat. C.S. Lewis said, hunger would be observed if there was no such thing as food. Thirst would be observed if there was no such thing as water. Loneliness would be observed if there was no possibility of satisfying that yearning in relationship with another human being. The desire to find God would be observed if he did not exist. So I was talking to my atheist friend the other day. I've been working with him now for six years. He's, he's it's, it's really beautiful. It's, it's so beautiful. About a year ago, he said, okay, John, he said, I would like to talk about the historical Jesus. Not not the Bible Jesus, just the historical Jesus. The fact that he lived here and what kind of a man was he? Oh, I said, I'd be glad that historical Jesus is really good. I, I like historical Jesus. I just like Jesus historical, biblical, any way you want to slice it. I like Jesus. And, but he said, now historical Jesus. So we've been working on the historical Jesus, which all the historical Jesus I teach him comes from the Bible. <laughs> but it's amazing how you can teach atheists if you don't tell them it's the Bible. <laughs> you got to sneak up on them. <laughs> so the other day he got really open with me. I mean, really open. And he said, you know, things aren't going well. And we were having a real intimate conversation of which I said, you know, we've been good friends now for some time. I said, I, I, I know you don't believe in God, but I, I said, for people like you that are close friends of mine, I, I like to pray for them. I said, could I pray with you? We said, yeah. He said, yeah. He said, you can do that. You, okay. You, you can do that. I said, now you don't have to pray. I'll just pray. You, don't, don't, you worry. You don't even have to listen. <laughs> so I prayed with him. I was on a phone call conversation. He lives in London and he told me after the conversation, he said, you know, John, he said, um, you're, you're just not going to believe this. He said, while you, while you were praying, he said, I, I just kinda, I just kind of raised my hands there's nothing more exciting to me than an atheist raising his hands while I pray. See, with you folks, that's old stuff. I don't, I I just look at you and I raise my hands with you and we all worship together. But, But when you got atheists raising their hands, and, and I looked at him and I said to him on the phone that day, I said, I know, I know you don't believe in God, but I can tell you sure do miss him. Of course, every person living today was created to know God. And there is a void in that life. There's a void in that life that until you know him, You don't even maybe know who he is, but you're missing him. And if you, at this point of your life, you begin to think that there's something beyond this life and and there's something, when you look at creation, there's got to be a creator behind it. And if you look at a relationship and say, there's got to be something deeper than this relationship that I have. And if you feel like there's something missing in your life, my friend, I just want you to know that's God. You're just looking for God and so in my world with lost people they'll tell me sometimes they'll say you know I I just I'm just I'm very anxious I'm very fearful and I look at him and I say wow I got it I I'm sorry I just wish they'll say say, what what do you wish well I just I just wish "What, what do you wish well I just wish that you knew God I wish you had my faith, because you see, there's an answer for that anxiousness that you have in your life, and it's in my faith in God, and and sometimes I'll say, well, you know, I just got questions, and I'll say, oh, ah, ah, I'm sorry, I, I wish, I just wish, and that's what I wish for all of you, because I don't know where you are in your journey, but I do know this, there's a person named Jesus who wants to take the journey with you. And that journey gets so much better when you develop a relationship with him. Would- that was John Maxwell, and you can find that on YouTube if you search under The Blessed Life John, Dr. John Maxwell. You can also find out more information at his website, johnmaxwell.com. Hope that you have an amazing week and that you do celebrate all the things that we have to be thankful for, and that you can live a 320 life in Christ. God bless.